Hey, folks, welcome once again to another episode of There's Just Something About Kansas City, of course, where we have a conversation about the people, places, and things that make our city what it is and why we love it so much. And I have two of my my favorites are in here today. Mm. Kathy Quinn, of course, everybody will recognize from her days and continued days at WDAF TV <laughs> over at uh, Fox 4. And Ian Byrne, who is the lead singer of The Elders and also has his own woodworking company, which, folks, is his real job. Okay, everybody <laughs> thinks, well, he's a musician. He travels all over. No, he, he works. He works with his hands and he does just incredible work. I'll tell you, it's just uh his woodwork is found in not only the United States, but also in Spain and Ireland, all over the world. Has a little Irish motif, and as soon as you hear him talk, you understand why. <laughs> but uh, Ian Byrne, uh, in the, he is the lead singer of The Elders, and we will talk a little bit about how that came about here. But the most interesting thing for <laughs> you two, for me, is here we go. How, how, did th- how did this happen? <laughs> May I ask? Mexican girl from the from the north side, Kansas City, right? And uh, you from Wicklow, Ireland, and uh, in the middle of the woods. I was I grew up in the, in the woods out in the rural Ireland in County Wicklow, and about forty miles south of Dublin on the east coast. Population of ten. Yeah. You know? I mean, literally out <laughs> all in the relatives. Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you had to find me. <laughs> uh, so I was there. Well, I was there, kind of walking through the woods with a couple of pals. We were fishing. It was and, a gang. Um, it wasn't your pals. It was gang. Yeah, it was. We were. You we were, gangs in those? I didn't. We were the in only, Ireland. We were the only gang around. <laughs> so if we ever had to have a fight or anything, we just fought each other. You know. So, but we were there and we were fishing and um, walking through. And I said, "What the heck is that?" And I'm looking down through the woods and there's there's five five black headed girls, Mexican girls, walking through the woods. And, and that definitely wasn't an everyday sight for us. You know. So. But uh, yeah, we we started pelting them with uh, with um, with pine cones. Pine cones, and uh, one of them, they all ran away, and uh, and then except one, <laughs> this with yeah. this one here, and yeah. she was like, "Come on and fight, and blah blah blah." <laughs> fight like a man. Yeah, I've been I've been running ever since. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's been fighting you ever since. Exactly, uh, that, that's for sure. Okay, so and how old were you at that? How old were you then? Do I have to tell the truth? Yes. Yeah. I think we were 12 and 13 or 13. And I was 13 and you were 15. I was 15. Remember now, no, I didn't ah. give a year. Okay. Okay, okay so okay, we okay, won't okay. do any okay. addition. I was 13 yeah. and I think you were almost 15. Not that that's how I thought. Okay, so so 13 and 15. So and I, was, I was young, raring to go, lad. <laughs> you were just at the verge, weren't you? You were right You're right on the cusp there with that gang of yours. And, then, and so you turned around, you wanted to fight them, and there he was. And well, my sisters ran in and said, these boys are these boys are throwing things at us, pine cones at us, blah, blah, blah. We were looking at the home where we were staying in the country, mm-hmm. and it was a girl who was showing us around. Her name was Julie. And so I ran out, wanted to fight him. He took off. He didn't. He couldn't take me, you know. So get down here, fight like a man. He took off, and we ran in. And we were telling her all about it. And she just started laughing. She goes, "Did he have long hair like you know his mullet days?" Oh yeah, sure. And then the big wide bell bottoms, and he had a red jacket. You're starting this... to date yourself now. Okay, okay. It wasn't me. It was you. Okay. Go ahead. And this red jacket. She said, "You guys, that's my brother." Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. So then it, it sort of connected from there, right? And and so what? Okay, so you're a native from Ireland. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so. That was your home. That's where you were born and raised and, and the whole thing there. What were you doing there? So <laughs> you speak about the Mexican-Irish because there's they have so much right. in common. My father was Irish and my mother was Mexican. She was from Mexico, and they both were singers. They both were very 
uh, they both were, their faith was important, their family was important, blah, blah, blah. So dad is singing in a choir with a guy named Carlos Garcia. And they're singing. He goes, why don't you come over to my family's Mexican restaurant? We have the, had the first one in Kansas City called Las Palmas. Las Palmas. They yeah. say it's the first one. Yeah. And so uh, he came over and he said, God, Carlos, your wife is so beautiful. And he goes, that's not my wife. That's my sister. <laughs> and it was my mom. And <laughs> yeah, a year later. And then she thought that my dad, who brought my Irish aunt in to uh-huh. eat tacos, who never saw taco in her life, she tried to cut it with her fork and her knife. And then she just <laughs> put a nice napkin over it. She didn't touch it. <laughs> but he, she thought that was his wife. And then a year later, they're married. Oh, gosh. So then, you know. So he always wanted to go back to Ireland. That, okay. That's just the thing. If I think it's it's the dream to go back to where you came from yes. and all this. Your so homeland. He, he took all 10 of us. Oh, there are wow. eight kids, two parents, and took all of us over. He was an attorney. He had everything written down where we're going to go. We're going to stay at this castle. We're going to do this. And he's very organized. We had a blast. Yeah, did, did he ever want to relocate back to the no, home, no. his homeland? No, no. Okay, the United States was was good for him. <laughs> okay, so you run into this guy, okay, mm-hmm. at fifteen, and then how did it go from there? Because you basically had to come back to the United States, and you know, thank goodness, early on, you left the, the pine cone thrower back mm, in Ireland. Right. Right? There was a lot of going back and forth, and um, and Kathy used to come over every other year, and so and then I was about eighteen, I think, and then we moved to Scotland. My dad was a uh, a drilling engineer, geologist. He was a so, miner, right? Yeah, yeah geologist. Yeah. So yeah. He uh, moved. He he got relocated to Scotland, so we, w- we moved over there for a few years, and uh, I think we were there for five or six years, and then um, I think I was what eighteen or nineteen when I came back. Mm-hmm. And we came back to uh, Ireland, and uh, the very same day we came back to Ireland. You won't believe it. Kathy hadn't been in in Ireland for several years due mm-hmm. to her sister being sick, so. Mm-hmm. Same day we came back, we moved back. The Quins came over as well, so it was. So fate. we're staying in the same home that, that they showed us around. Our fa- this family of our friends of ours, Helena Burroughs, and she's telling us, "Oh, you never guess who I saw at, up at the Cornell's Court." And I'm just helping her. We're staying at her house, helping her with everything and having a good time. She goes, "The Byrne family," and I said, "The Byrne family." <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Which ones? Radar? Which ones? I, mean, I which made an impression. Antenna went up. Yeah. I, okay. Which ones? She goes, "Well, they've just moved back from Scotland." And I said, oh, which ones? Because I figured he was at an age where he could have been married. Yeah, And then sure. she said, uh, and so-and-so, and so-and-so, and Ian is there. And I said, see ya. <laughs> I ran down the hill <laughs> to the meeting of the waters. You need to go there sometime. Right. Yeah. I, we ha- I have that on here to talk oh. a little bit as well, yeah. So that's what we went down there, and uh, there he was. Yeah, and so you were. Your dad was a geologist, and yeah. so he went to Scotland. And your mom, I'm going to assume, is raising the family, yep. like the traditional Irish yeah. family does. And you're in Scotland doing your thing. Um, what were you doing at that same period of time? I was I was uh, doing an apprenticeship in, in in cabinet making and carpentry. They call them joiners in in Scotland and Ireland. Okay. So I was I was doing my apprenticeship in joinery. Right, your dad. Your dad actually got you interested. Yeah, right? I, I mean, I always wanted to be a woodworker ever since I could remember. My dad was uh, was a great woodworking hobbyist. He was a hobby, but dr- drilling, obviously, engineering was his 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 uh, his, his job. But um, he he made all the furniture in the house and everything else. So I remember helping him when I was a young lad, and uh, said, "I'm going to do this when I grow up." You know, so yeah. And then I also. Used to love John Wayne movies. And, uh, <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. With Maureen O'Hare, of well, course. No. It was the like, quiet man. Stay away from those Irish girls. Why <laughs> <laughs> do you think all of us Irish immigrants? You know? Uh-oh, you're going to get so much you're trouble. Get a lot of trouble. It's Ian Byrne, of course, the uh, the lead singer and a carpenter. He's the lead singer of, of course, The Elders. And Kathy Quinn from Fox 4, you all know. She graces us uh, every morning. And uh, the merch girl. 
And the merch girl. For the that's elders. right. That's you need a T-shirt. For the, you need this a hat. is funny because we're down. We've seen. We've seen Ian and the elders yeah. many, many times. But there's Kathy. You know, they're singing and having the fans are going crazy. There's Kathy over at the merch table hawking T-shirts. <laughs> Who else will hawking do it? The, the, the CDs. And here we go over here. It's really uh, some funny stuff. Do you sing? They won't let me. They won't let you sing? No. She's a great singer. Yeah. I, no. yeah. She sings every morning to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Please get up. <laughs> Please get out to work. Now, music now. has been in our family for a long time. My parents met; they were both singers. Dad was an Irish sing- an Irish tenor. Mother was a torch singer. Oh wow! And she even had her own group called the Las Palmas Trio. Oh, and we wow, have records. I have I have any records if you want to buy those too. Um, <laughs> but no, we all sang as a family. I mean, everybody sang. Yeah, and we and all play instruments. Right, and the and the deal is, if you ever go to Ireland and. God bless you. You got to go. I don't care what nationality you are. Yeah. You got to go to Ireland at least once in your life. But that's all they do there is sing. All the pubs, <laughs> everywhere you go, there is live music. There's so there songs. are yeah. there are people that are just, and I mean, there are some talent, just incredibly talented people over there yeah. that, like you, they do that for fun and have a great time, and maybe they make a little money on the side. But then they go back Monday through Friday. They, you know, yep. they're working. Their jobs, whatever they mm-hmm. may be. They call but, them sessions. You know, Ireland loves their sessions. And it, they usually start around about closing time, you know. Mm-hmm. The guy, but last drinks, no, last orders. No, let's sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. Uh, about four, yeah, So because everybody wants to keep the bar open. Yeah. I know so, how this works, you know. Going all night. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So when did you, when did you start singing? Um, I actually, I actually was, I'm actually a very shy lad. You know, and I don't, and I'm not, I'm not, believe it or not, nobody seems to believe if that. If you've ever seen him on stage, I know you're going to have a little <laughs> trouble with that, but, but go ahead. Well, I, I, I never thought I could sing until I, I, I joined this band back in Ireland, and um, it was a three-piece band, and um, I was playing drums with them, and uh, I was playing, I'm, I'm a drummer, you know, so right. banging on the drums, and next thing they said, well, Ian, sing along on this one, will you? The harmony, so the harmony turned into... More harmonies, and then they, and they had me sing. The first, I can't remember the first cheesy song I sang. Flamingo. No, oh yeah, uh, uh, on the block. No, 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 pretty flamingo. Uh, the beach, what was, who's that? Beach Boys song or something? No, like no, that? no, who's not Herman's Hermits. It's um, I can't think of it right now. Pretty flamingo, whatever. Okay. And then the next one was um, what was the next song I learned? It was run, run, Delilah, run. Oh, run, Samson, run, run, Delilah's Samson, on her way. Run. <laughs> Oh God! I mean, the max maximum cheese, you know. So, but then I, I just, I figured, you know, I, I, could, I God, can sing. God's given you this talent, boy. Open your mouth and sing. So, yeah. So here I am. Yeah. Many decades just later, still doing it. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know. Let's talk a little bit about the elders. Okay. Uh, I think uh, they were founded in 1998. Was that before that's right. you got here? Yeah, uh, was that, was no, just, I've been here since oh, '87. Okay, that's right. Yeah, You've been here since '87. But I think their lead singer at that time was Michael Bliss. That's right? correct. Is, yeah, it, is that yeah. correct? And did he found the Elders? No, uh, Norm, Norm, and Brent Hode, Norm Daler and Brent Hode, were living in Los Angeles, and there's a place down there called Molly Malone's, and they used to go there and watch like all the all the Irish bands and uh, Flog and Molly and all those lads were all friends of ours. And yeah. So they uh, they used to watch them and and then they were just getting burnt out on the L.A. deal, you know. And they say, yeah, hey, let's go back to Kansas City and and start a Celtic band. The, the, they know? were all originally from here. Yeah, they're oh, all, okay. all Kansas Boy, City boys. Funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, then Mike Bliss then he he joined the band and then Steve Phillips, God bless him. He, Steve is is no longer with us, but uh, 
Steve uh, was joined them then, and uh, he was of the of the Rainmakers, and right. and Steve, Bob, and Rich, and so. How'd they find you? Um, they or found did me, you find them? They, they, we found each other. Um, Kathy and, and uh, Cynthia Hode, we both have daughters who were playing in the soccer team for Cure. Okay, let me, let me sure, tell yeah. this. Can I tell this part? Yeah, yeah sure. So Cure of ours, we'd, we'd homeschooled our kids for several years, and they were going back into the school system, so I didn't really know a lot of these people. And so I'm at a game, and these mothers are all together talking, talking. I'm like, oh, God almighty. So anyway, <laughs> Cynthia was there by herself, and we just started talking. And Ian was in Ireland recording a CD for another group called Avoca, I believe. Yeah. And so uh, we're sitting there and I go, mm, okay. She goes, well, so what does your husband do? And I thought, okay. Well, he's in Ireland, of course. He's recording a CD, <laughs> thinking I'm so cool. And, you know, I didn't, whatever. And I said, sure. what does your husband do? And she goes, oh, he plays with the elders. We had just watched them in Westport. Uh -huh. And at the Brookside, I think, it, we right, were yeah. crazy about him. We, yeah. were, we had no idea. And so then she got that in her brain and then invited him over for the Christmas. And, and then it went on. So I, yeah, they, they they invited me to the, a party over there at their house, and got to meet them all, and and then and then Mike Bliss had got an, another offer to uh, on the East Coast somewhere for a, a job. Yeah, the, or his wife got an offer or something. Anyway, there's they were moving to the East Coast, and they did so, and uh, they were looking for a singer. So they uh, they said uh, they presented it to me. Would you like to join the band? And and I had no, I, I have no intentions of joining any band called the Bloody Elder. <laughs> 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 and, and the reason you know. didn't like the name, right? <laughs> yeah. Was that right? I mean, that was 20 years ago. And it was fun at the time, but now it's getting serious. <laughs> you, know? you know, right? And now it's starting to come to fruition, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Like, so like they, they all do. They, yeah. I, I went in with a couple of rehearsals with them and, uh, and tried a few of the songs. And, uh, and you know, I said, you know, I went to my Kathy. I said, these lads want me to join them, you know, and. And I gave up the music industry a long time ago, back in Ireland, when we when we started having children. I said, okay, yeah. rock and roll and babies just doesn't match. <laughs> that's, just, that's like oil and water. Right? Oh, anyway, absolutely. You know? right. So I just decided to come over to America and concentrate on my woodworking business and uh, never had no idea I'd get back into the music business. But mm -hmm. here I am. Yeah, and yeah. Traveled all around the world and we've made nine CDs and three DVDs. And Gosh, that's incredible. And you're yeah. going... Uh, this is sort of an evergreen show, but you're headed back to Ireland and heading back to Ireland yeah, in October. Gonna, yeah, 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 right, we're doing exactly. Again, yeah, which is a blast. We've done that for 18 years in a row now. Wow. We, we yeah. literally bring like a couple of hundred people with us and uh, on buses, and we just drive around in buses and do do the tours and things during the day and look at dead people and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then nighttime, set up the gear and. <laughs> Ian. Look at dead people. Good Lord. I love it. Yeah, that, that, that's great. And uh, Kathy, for you too, you know, meeting up with him and then having to go through all this, you've had the kids, you know, you had the kids are all getting grown now. And uh, the, um, you know, you got the band, he's got, sometimes got to play at night during the week. Sometimes I think most time you, you probably try to push it to a weekend, but you've got to practice. Yeah. You've got all kinds of things like that. Plus, you have your full-time job woodworking stuff. It makes it tough to balance flat everything, out, doesn't flat it? Flat out seven days a week. You know? seven, that's what I mean. You're going seven days a week, right? Yeah. Um, let me just... And then just, you have the TV thing, and yeah, the, I, the we, But we always... I've always loved him with his music. I think it's great. Even in, in Ireland, I was doing radio, Radio Nova, and I would be up in the morning, and he'd be coming in at night. I'd be going to work, and he'd be just coming in. I mean, that was kind of like it was now. but No, no wonder you're still married. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
No, and the TV. And, and I got, I started getting up for the early morning show. I remember starting over at this one station where you both and I have been there. And uh, the boss said, what do you want to do? Because they had much of a news program. I go, I want to do a morning show. He goes, we don't have one right now. What do you want to do? I want to do a morning show. We don't have one. I go, but that's all I want to do because yeah. I wanted to be able to balance Keep everything. your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Keep it so that one of the two of you is there for the exactly. children, which is the really way to do it. And I remember working those nights. You oh. know, I'd go in at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I wouldn't get home until... You know, midnight, unless we were going to Kelly's for a Thursday night club. Yeah. And then again, a little bit later than that as well. But I don't uh, know how you did it. Yeah, you know, you just go through that and then go through at night. God. But And then, you know, get up and, you know, the whole thing. So. I think the thing is we do support each other, whatever we yes. want to do. We don't yes. say you're not going to do that, even though got a little rough when you travel all the time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, at the wood shop, you know, I work there too. Yes. I've, a- yes. I've asked him to fire me. Yeah. He won't fire me. I. I don't want to work, but no, I, I go over there to help. She's what the are you cutest, doing with him? She's the cutest office manager. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I work on the books and stuff. Okay. Like that. Well, that's good. I yeah. have sanded too. Don't uh, worry. And okay. I have oh. furniture oh, too. Oh, I'm sure he'll make you do that. I know. Things, yeah. All my kids have, do, have, have done that. I, oh, yeah. I bring exactly. To, you know that bring your work, to, uh, bring your kids to work thing? <laughs> yeah, right. I remember. <laughs> you bring for the year. I Yours brought my is kids. every day. I brought my kids to work one time and, 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 I, and I had them all working on the, on the saws and working on, on the, making jigsaw puzzles. You know, and, oh, that's you know, cool! Yeah, you get a picture, you stick it on a piece of cardboard, and you get on the scroll saw, then and cut it into shapes. And I had my kids doing that. And next thing, Kathy calls me. Says, Everybody's calling the station. They're saying, "Why do you have your children working on those saws?" Because <laughs> we did some live shots with them. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but what a great way for the kids to learn, oh, or yeah. maybe learn yeah. that they might want to do that, or they have that in them, like you did. Kate, my daughter Caitlin has built her own deck. She's done yeah. all her own. She knows how to plaster. She knows how to fix <laughs> she sheetrock. Yeah, she's done it all. And uh, yeah, and, and my son Keen helps me all the time. And. Andrina builds sets, and she's in the movie business, and, and, and uh, she builds literally builds all the sets herself, and she's always astonishing all these directors and all these other people. You know, that's, she, that's she knows amazing. How to do it. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and, and your family, of course, Las Palmas, which was, I think, the original Mexican restaurant in Kansas City. That's what I The understand. whole family got a big award, right, didn't you, when that was 2005? You mm-hmm. got the Legacy Award? Legacy Award in uh, for, for your mom mm-hmm. in, in, in her restaurant and yep. stuff. I, I think people have lost that, you know, lost that idea that, that your family was just incredible. I just got a text the other day. I get texts and messages all the time. I, I remember your family's chile con queso. Would you give me the recipe? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you remember it? No. Yes, I do. I'm not yeah, giving it. No, exactly, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But people still. No, you're not kidding. I know. People still talk about that, where they came in for Christmas. You see my grandmother's nacimiento, which was the nativity scene and beautiful artwork and stuff yeah. that the Mexicans do. Um, they still talk today. I mean, how many years is that? People I went to high school with, oh, my God, we used to go to your place all the time. Yeah. They'd come and pick me up to go to games after the restaurant because we had to work first. We we didn't we we didn't get off for games so things like that but it was fun it was the best time and it was it was fabulous but we learned to work we were there and right. I think it kept us out of trouble Good no food. I'm sure and how long how long was the thirty uh, years thirty years and when when was the last time the doors were open I can't tell you <laughs> I don't remember oh you don't remember okay but, but it's like, been it's been a long time it's, it's been a long time yeah. well you know what if, wasn't it I don't remember <laughs> no I know you know what uh, our first restaurant was at 45th and Prospect right. And so it was beautiful. If you look on fox4kc.com, it's got my bio and it shows the beautiful restaurant. Then we moved to where Corner Cocktails is. That was our restaurant. My dad built oh, that. Oh, Corner Cocktails mm-hmm. is. So it went from Mexican to Irish. That is. 85th that and is. Warner, yeah, like no, that. I've been there. Yeah. In fact, my, I knew he would know it. my son-in-law, okay, uh, asked my daughter to marry, marry, uh, marry her in Corner Cocktails. Oh, my goodness. And, and 
He's a good Irish boy. He's in Ismert. Okay, Adam oh, yeah. Ismert. And, uh, That's we, right. I we, forgot about that. We, we, yeah. had, we, we had a Jameson's. We had a shot of Jameson's. Oh, more than one. Three. We had more than one shot of Jameson's right there that, that night as well. Did, did you say up, yes? You said yes then. Of course. Oh, God, he's a great guy. He's, yeah. he's just awesome. He's yeah. a great guy. I just know he's going to always take care of her and, you know, Isla, their baby. So, Aww. yeah, he's such a, yeah, he's he's really a good guy. She's got hundreds, thousands <laughs> of <laughs> cousins. Oh, <laughs> God. Well, I know that because there's two sides of the Ismer family. Oh, we all know that, too. Oh, okay. So and you also, Kathy, besides all the work you do at, at, at Fox 4, uh, especially with the pay it forwards and mm-hmm. even more than that, the child's prayer which is the doctors for people who don't know. Kathy has, you know, does tremendous work in charity, but uh, we're, the doctor's working with uh, kids with cleft palates. And I know that has to be so rewarding, so fulfilling for those kids to be able to get uh, rid of that oh, and yeah. go on with their life without having consciously, you know, thinking about things of that nature. We don't understand that here. No, uh, the group is called Medical Aid for Children of Latin America. And one year I went with my brother, Dr. Quinn, and he said, now, you, he's my older brother, and you come on, you've got to pay attention and behave. And We're in another country where they don't treat women the same, and it's just yes, different. Right. So myself and one of our photographers went out with one of the people who came into the clinic. Her child had a double cleft, lift, cleft palate, and so she wanted, I wanted to go back and see her home. Well, the Peace Corps said, no, you're not going to go, and I said, come on, let's go. We, I'm glad we were safe, but the woman told them to leave us alone as we went to her home, we got off the bus and people were coming to us. They're probably going to rob us mm-hmm. with all, with all. Anyway, her home was like a little shack. She had all these kids. Um, my brother still keeps in touch with her. We went back. I, I only went there. It was beautiful. Uh, they have 600 people every day in clinic. Uh, wow. The thing that I love about it is they pay for it themselves. The doctors pay for themselves. They collect all the medicine themselves. It's not a huge, huge organization. It's pretty, pretty local. Mm-hmm. And then I have two nephews who go. One's going to be a doctor and then the other one helps. But uh, what happened our news director at the time said, no, you can't go and do that story. We can't afford it. Everybody does those kind of stories. But I said, no, this is different. Well, my news director then said, or the GM said, no, the news director said, go ahead, do it. We'll figure out where to find the money. And I love her, Lynn Hyder. And so uh, we came back and we entered it. It's called The Child's Prayer, a three-part series. It won an Emmy. Yes. And I wanted to give it to the GM and yeah, here. I won't hit say his you name. Went to tweet. You know what that's like. I know exactly what it's like. You kidding? They used to always yell at me about money. Oh, God. <laughs> but I didn't care. Oh, we're going anyway. You know, it's just uh, how many people you send and doing the whole thing. Said so doing a skeleton crew. You want to have enough people there to make the story. There really were just work. two of us. I know. Just and I had to carry the it. lights and everything. And yeah. Sure, it, but it, it was simple, worth it. It's a simple you, you learned that over at the, at the carpentry <laughs> yeah. shop, right. doing all this stuff. Are you kidding me? You should have been down there building the houses. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that that their cleft palate and everything is like uh, they are alienated from all their people yes. because they, when they see a, a child or something, or they think they're possessed by the devil. Yeah. Yes, and yes. so people are, they're, they're living like recluse, they're living in the jungle and everything right. else because they've got a cleft palate. One year he did know? a gentleman who was in his sixties who he didn't even know he lived on an island. The mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. He didn't know it. He was up hidden. Okay? Oh, I see what you mean. He didn't know he didn't, was on Didn't realize where he was. Mm-hmm. They they kept him away. He got it fixed up. Oh, man, he came down. He was ready to get married. Yeah. <laughs> he came down. and they, I mean, he, that changed his life. Yes. Absolutely. I think it would change anybody's life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, we have no idea about the taboos that they have and Mm-mm. the religious beliefs they have and all those things. That's I mean, right. it's just, it's so different than, than what we have here in oh, the United States. Oh, gosh. 
you know, what we have here right here in Kansas City. That's why there's just something about KC. People like you two. Yeah. Um, you went to, you. Where, where'd you go to high school? I went to Bishop O'Hara High School. O'Hara. Okay, fine. That's the one thing I couldn't find out about you. I knew, I knew you went to UMKC. <laughs> and then I saw in the bio, you ended up doing traffic and weather uh. in Ireland. And I'm going, they have traffic? In Dublin? <laughs> I, I didn't know they had traffic. I know they have weather, but I wasn't sure. And so was that part of your educational deal at UMKC? Was that before you graduated or did you graduate and that was your first job? Gosh, I can't think. Do um, you remember? Uh, th- no, that was uh, that was I'd already graduated. You'd already. Graduated. I had done I had done cable vision here in Kansas City, so I did TV here. We they okay. used to have a local thing. Do you remember called? It was called Kansas City Today or Kansas yes. City Alive right, or something right. like that. So I did that for a long time, and then I went over there, started at a country radio station called WLCB. Wait, 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 wait. Country radio station? No, it, no, no. In Ireland? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, right, yeah. And and the and the women <laughs> did the women didn't really like. Me on there. They just wanted men on there. Yeah, right. And, you know, they talk about the pigs and what they cost and the cows and all that kind of stuff. So a guy The farm from, report. The farm report. <laughs> so uh, I loved doing that. But then Radio Nova, I auditioned for Radio Nova, which was a big top 40 radio show up there um, and in Dublin. So, I mean, mm-hmm. just imagine 40 to 60 miles, totally different world. Yeah. Were you married then? Were you married then? Yes. You were, you were already then. married. Mm-hmm. So then you were, were you actually thinking then? About staying in Ireland at that point, at, you know, you two, or were you still like just still, experimenting with the world? We were floating around. We yeah. were floating around. We, we weren't really sure what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kathy was over there in Ireland, and um, we we were doing our thing. I was playing in bands, and and uh, Kathy was doing the radio. So you know, we didn't have time to think about what's no. next. You know, yeah. we were just having fun. And then <laughs> Kathy's dad wasn't in good health. He he had some problems, and Kathy went home. And then, um, and then at the same time, there were problems with with oh, yeah. Gaddafi in America, and America went over and bombed Gaddafi. That's and, right. Uh, and there was a, like a ninety percent cancellation in all tourism. Tourism just went down. Mm-hmm. And Ireland's main source of income is, is agriculture and tourism. And tourism, yeah. And uh, we had shops and places closed down that were open for hundreds of years, and the unemployment was up at um, 60 percent. It was just, it was awful. So then I, we decided I'd, we'd go over and uh, keep an eye on Kathy's dad and, and come to America. And I said, you know, and Kean was born then and he was a little lad. We had, so he was six yeah, months old. Yeah, once you get the you family yeah. started, so, yeah, you know, so just things change. But and, t- uh, tell him about, you know, t- tell him, do you want to tell him about, about Bono calling you? Oh, go on, go no, on. No, no, no. Go ahead and name drop. We love yeah. it here. Bono, yeah. Bono, you too. You too. Go. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that 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 band, that little band. That was it was it was. There. I was going to be doing this big drum thing with Larry Mullins. The two of us were going. It was a new series. It was a series that was going to be on on um, Welsh Welsh television, and and then uh, RTE in Ireland were teaming up and. Uh, and we'd gone to rehearsals, and we'd get ready to do this thing, and it was getting ready to be released, and they dropped it. Oh. They ran out mm-hmm. of money, or they some whatever the heck. So that's my, that's my claim to fame with, with working with you two. You know, but uh, they're great, 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 uh, great lads. They are. They, yeah. They what, are was it there. close for you there? And do you ever look back and? No, so. you, you can't be too serious about the music business. You know, I mean, we've all heard people that are number one, and you say, how the 
expect that they, you know, that, how'd that group get one? Yeah, yeah. And, and then you've got these other bands that are absolutely brilliant and they go nowhere, you know. So it's just, uh, it's just a weird deal. What I love about him and about Kean plays with him yes, also. I know, son. They're not or really, son. yeah, they're not really. I always tell him that it's his son, that I'm the trophy wife. <laughs> it's really just his son. <laughs> she, she's trying to kick this birthday thing back <laughs> I know, a yeah. long way. You know I what? like a dirty hey, old man. Listen to me. You are, you're getting older by the minute, by the way, okay? It's a Latina thing. But what I love about it is they don't play to be somebody. Right. They love what they're doing yeah. and are so well, the can same tell. way. If, same in, way. And anybody out there, I'm sure if you've seen the elders, I mean, it's just – Every the whole audience gets involved. I mean, it's just not like you're sitting up there and, and waving the the uh, your your cell phone that has yeah. the you know the flashlight it's or the lighter amazing. on it or yeah. whatever. You know, it's, we've got it's, an amazing fan base. You do that, have right? an amazing fan base. It's and, just and they're incredible. they're very passionate and they're they're very passionate about the lyrics and everything else. You know, so we're very careful how we write and we, we're not we, we just try to stay out of the politics and. No mean stuff. Yeah, to, right. Exactly. I, I I write songs about stories that I hear a lot from from our fans here. They'll tell me about their family and how they came to Ireland or something, you know. And it'll sure. spark a little story. And so that's uh, that's what all our lyrics are all about. So yeah, that's uh, that, that's incredible. Now the family's involved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Drumming, drumming back there. So yeah, the whole shebang. T- talk my, about him a little bit. My son, my son has been uh, with us now for seven or eight years now. Oh, it's longer now. than that. Yeah, maybe it it's is. It's way longer than <laughs> that. Yes, it is. Oh yes. So I don't know how long he's been with. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been with you for a certain amount of time anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. from birth till now. I think 2012. Now. Yeah, but he he joined the band and he's been absolutely. And he's a, he's a musician. I'm an entertainer. You know, he knows how to play everything. And I don't, you know, I just sing and talk. But uh, he, he's, uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant musician. He plays, plays uh, guitar and violin, started off violin, he used to play with the Youth Symphony. And wow. So, yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a great mandolin player, guitar player, bass player, drum, great drum. He's the, drum, he's the drummer with the Elders, also plays acoustic guitar and mandolin with the Elders, and bass guitar, actually. Yeah. Does he play with anyone else? Does he? Is he uh, he's got. Pro- does he have a little rock and roll he's group? He's got so somewhere? many bands going. I have no idea. <laughs> many, you know, he's got reggae bands and, and country bands and all kinds of bands. Key, Key and Burn music. You can see them all there. It's he's got Yum. He's got uh, New Rhythm. He's got who else? Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, Grizzly Handy plays with them sometimes. Oh, yeah. He plays yeah. the fiddle with them. Oh no, he plays. Well, yeah, the fiddle and the drum. I don't remember. Yeah, see? Gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. T- talk a little bit about now. Okay, so you got Ian Burns, a woodcrafter, of course, and Kathy Quinn's TV and radio and the merch girl and all, you know. <laughs> she's bilingual. She's an auctioneer. She does everything you could possibly do. But t- talk a little bit about you paint as well. And we were talking about this. This is where we talked about the um, uh, the meeting of the waters. Is that Avoca? Mm-hmm. Avoca, right? The meeting of the waters, mm-hmm. and yeah. you paint. And I know you've painted there, and you have all. And I'm sure you've probably done some stuff here. How much is that your passion? As I, well? lo- I love, I love painting. I've always been painting. I used, to, I, I got, I always got A's in my art class, and uh, always went out. In the well, at least there was uh, something. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <I know>. like, <laughs> actually, art, art, and history. You know, there were, you were, go. Were my two subjects. You know, <laughs> and, uh, everything else was was boring. You know? <laughs> sure. But uh, painting, I love painting uh, acrylic. I do like a lot of abstract acrylic type stuff, and um, it's great. It's good, good for the mind, you know. But you gotta, you gotta get into that mood. It's hard to get into that mood 
which which requires you being relaxed and and just saying, okay, I think I'll paint. Yeah, it's hard right. to get there, you right. know. Well, good luck with everything you do I too, know, because I think for you, I, I don't know because I don't paint, but I think it's an escape. I think it's, yeah. you can go sit by yourself and be alone, totally. which you rarely are. Yeah, you know, yeah, in, that's absolutely in, right. In what you do, I've got a little cabin down in down in the down at uh, Truman Lake. Okay, and, uh, and go down there. And, little uh, fishing cabin. Whenever I can, little fishing, do a bit some fishing and do some painting. Oh, that's nice. Cook a steak and drink a bottle of wine. The, now you're deck. talking. Yeah. No Jamesons. No a little drama Jameson right before bed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> boy, it's better than a CBD gummy. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll put it that way. And for you, all the yes. things you do, uh, we're going to talk about your movie career just for a moment here. And the uh, scene that wasn't quite deleted that, Mm-mm. you know, <laughs> so first of all, you were in what? You were in Article 99, right? Article 99. W- was that the first one? No. No, uh, okay. So you were in Mr. And Mrs. Bridge <clears throat> first. We'll talk about Article 99 because Mr. And Mrs. Bridge is way more interesting than uh, the Article 99. Article 99 was a blast. They, they, yeah. But they shot that where uh, I was born at St. Mary's Hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was so cool. So how did you get on their list to do to be an extra or to do anything. So the casting director contacted me. Um, I think see she did con- he see you on TV um, on TV and on radio. Okay, all right. And so she just called and said uh, we need some ethnic people. Okay, and we're looking for <laughs> uh, we're looking for um, one of those dark haired beauties, right? <laughs> yeah. Black haired. <laughs> and she said we're looking for some ethnics. And I said I can bring some ethnics with me. <laughs> so I brought a bunch of my sisters and my best friend, and we went down there for the cattle call just for the fun of it. Sure. And so it took four different interviews uh, the final one was james ivory of merchant ivory and he goes now um miss quinn how old are you and i was supposed oh, to say boy. i know what a question <laughs> and i turned around and go how old do you want me to be <laughs> she was the girl That's was great. 19 i was not 19 at the time yeah. so yeah and so Rob, you 18 i was 16 maybe 20 <laughs> okay <laughs> but robert sean leonard was my boyfriend okay my boyfriend but um, and then Paul in, ne- in the movie, in the movie, article nine. Yes, and Paul okay. Newman and Joanne Woodward were in it. Oh no, I'm sorry, that, that's Mr. And Mrs. Bridge. Oh, I was I'm talking sorry. About article ninety nine. Oh, see, I have ADD. Yeah. Okay, so that's article okay. ninety nine. Uh, You're a walk on in that one. Right? Leah Thompson, yeah, Leah okay. Thompson, and um, the scene that I was the big scene was Kathy Baker and Ray Liotta. Oh yeah, sure. And so we're in the we're in the cafeteria, and I'm not I didn't have a line but I had my made my own line <laughs> so that I got my SAG card from that um so we're in there and he's telling me something he or they're talking and he said would you mind leaving I go oh, okay do you want me to leave or I forget what I said to her or whatever and I didn't plan on saying that mm-hmm. and then after that I got moved up and I got my own dressing room so you got I got a line I got my own dressing room it was hilarious yeah okay Mr. and Mrs. Bridge you had a role mm-hmm. in that movie Talk about that a little bit because it was shot here in Kansas City. It was Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, correct? Mm-hmm. And it was shot here in KC. The whole time is a big to do here Huge. in town. And there you are in Mr. and Mrs. Bridge. Talk about that just a little. Paquita was her name. She was a girl from the other side of the tracks. Of course, the movie, the book was written by Evan Connell, who went to Southwest High School. Uh huh. And a lot of great people came from there. Robert Altman came from there yes. as well. And I, you know, he's related to the, uh, his. Uh, kids are related to, or his nephew, to the Ismerts. Yes. FYI. Everybody's related to okay. the Ismerts. <laughs> so, uh, so when we went, obviously, to audition for that, I had no, I didn't even care. I didn't, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. And when they said, did you want to do it? And I said, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to do it. And I played a 19-year-old. And we had a ball. The days were very, very long. Uh, 
Joanne Woodward was so sweet. Paul Newman was very quiet. Robert Sean Leonard was hilarious. We just had a blast. But you could tell that it was something I wouldn't want to do. It's just a different life. Yeah, it is. You don't have a family. You don't. Mm -hmm. I I just felt like that. Now, Mm -hmm. maybe it was because I was way down there. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, you work for maybe three months on a movie or something. I don't know if that's a long period of time or not, depending on the Mm -hmm. movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. Three to six months, and all of a sudden you're off for two years. You know what I mean? You're Mm -hmm. sort of living off of whatever it was that that you had to do. I think Sounds pretty good to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds real good to me. Okay. I thought, hey, I thought I was retired. Okay, and here I am. Okay, but so... Ian hasn't seen the final oh, cut yeah. of the Uh-oh. movie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Why do you have to bring this one up? And no, we uh, you have to go through the movie, and there was a scene in the movie. There was, uh, the, it was, it was the uh, the uh, premiere. The premiere. I went to the premiere, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Kathy, was, can you please come get me some M and M's and coke? Yeah. <laughs> I did. And I'm like, right now, yeah, please, 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 I said, really? know, please. I mean, really, I'm just dying. I'm just for, dying. And, for, and, and I didn't cop <laughs> onto this at all. But she was wanting to get me out of the cinema for this particular. So I go out and I get this M and M's and the Pepsi and I come back. Come and, back in, and it's over, you know. So, right. like years later. I'm sitting watching TV, and, and uh, Kathy's in bed, and it's like, and I'm halfway through my second bottle of wine, and <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching some movie, and anyway, and, and this this movie comes on, I said, like, oh, yeah, that's that Mr. Mr. Oh, so I sat there and watched it. Oh boy! And then this scene you saw comes the M and M scene, the M and M scene where my <laughs> wife is in the back of the car and she's kissing and snogging this lad, and snogging. They were they, they were <laughs> buried in each other. <laughs> <laughs> So I got up and I said, flipping. It's just two o'clock in the morning and she's fast asleep. I was like, you slut. I said, what the fuck? What's wrong? What's what's wrong? What's wrong with you? I just watched a bloody movie and I just saw you in the back of the car with that Leonard guy, you know. I saw the Eminem scene, which will be forever. No, I think that is classic. I don't know how these husbands and wives do it. Uh No, you know. Looking at your wife getting, you know. Well, of course, if you look, too, they've been married four times. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It's a tough business. That that is a tough business because. You're out there, and it's it's being it's like being in a band. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times they got they got the the groupies and the hangers on. And yeah, oh yeah. Ones that yeah. are in the hotel lobby waiting for you to get back yeah, and banging on the, the hotel, whole, room banging door. on the door, <laughs> and how they find out your room number and all those sort of things. No you know, I it's know. Uh, it's it's just one of those. It's like a leg- legendary sportscaster, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they nobody was banging on my door. <laughs> hotel at three o'clock in the morning. I guarantee you that much. Okay. I might have been banging. I tried to get in my hotel room because I had no idea idea what was going on but you talked a little bit about the other irish bands that they're still pretty prominent here in town you still have a bunch have you ever thought just to have a i don't know an irish band fest period just a bunch of irish bands get together and have this this well, we big do. to do on a holiday st patrick's every, day we do it every year at the <laughs> kansas city irish festival there you, you are know? so, so you all uh, get together yeah, oh okay. yeah 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 there's bands that there's oh my goodness you know i'm not really sure how many bands they have but yeah 20 30 bands probably okay. for the festival and it's uh from all over the world from all over the world yeah a lot of bands come over from ireland and um and we all, we've all become friends from the touring touring all the all the different festivals all around the country and um you know, you'd go to the festival, and we all do our shows during the festival. But the biggest fun of all is when you go back to the hotel afterwards. Yeah. Oh, and all the bands get together oh, around gosh, a big table. I can't and, imagine. Yeah, and we all play and sing with each other, and it's that, that's because that's, that's what the they crack, do in Ireland. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's they did. They call it trad. Is it trad session? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a session. Yeah, trad. Trad is, session. Trad, trad yeah. is is is. Uh, 
is an abbreviation for traditional music. You know? Okay, so, yeah. So traditional, and right. uh, but uh, there's a lot it's of almost like bands, there's rock bands, there's right. folk bands, there's dancers, there's everything. everything yeah, and, and they call it they call it jam session here, maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, People just come and start playing. A couple other yeah. guys got and start playing yeah. with them as well. Yeah, and that's what they call them a session. Yeah, session. Yeah, you know, so but that, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's fantastic. That's just incredible. Yeah, tell me just a couple of the things that you are really proud of with your woodwork and where it is where it is housed and, and where some of your woodwork is on display. The last few years, we've been doing a lot of, um, we've got into the church. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the churches were, were, were um, subsidized and financed by the dioceses of, mm-hmm. their, of their areas. And a lot of these churches, these more rural churches now, are, are being kind of financed by their parishioners. So they're not under the thumb of the of the diocese. You'll, you'll do it this way. You'll do it that way. Yeah, right. Like the eighties and nineties, sort of strict law yeah, type thing, yeah. church law, and, yeah. and st- sticking by this architecture and all this. But anyway, so a lot of the churches in the eighties and nineties are like like ski lodges. You know, you go in there and it's just, it's just big, big wooden. But now they're going back. Uh, a lot of them are going back now to the old traditional gothic and style yeah, and for the pews style and the altar and, and altar thing, right? so we're doing yeah. a lot of altars and and uh, communion rails are now becoming very popular in churches again as well you know so which is great and and, and that's good for me because i love to make build communion rails and build gothic and romanesque altars and uh, so yeah so i mean i've got these altars going all around the country we're building them all around the country i've built a beautiful altar for the basilica in st louis and there uh, oh. we met. There was an old 14th, 15th century marble altar there that's beautiful, and uh, and I got commissioned to match that and to oh, duplicate gosh. it. You know, in so wood. In wood. Oh. Yeah. And then do a marble finish on it. You know, so that's uh, that's a beauty. It's on our it's on our website, in burncustomwood.com. You can get have a look at pictures. Burncustomwood.com. Yeah. B y r n e customwood.com. Yeah. Right. You know, there's an Ian Burn as the British political. Labor. That's right. Yeah. You, you yeah. ever get mistaken for? He calls me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Go, hey, 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 can you take this call for me? Okay, one of those does. Yeah, which is pretty funny. And I think that's great. You are you're paving your way <clears throat> to the end, aren't you? You're, you're, oh, you're, you're yeah. paving your way, aren't you? Yeah. There's there's a lot of guilt there. I God, assume, God's right? going to have white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have white gloves on when I get to the door. <laughs> Mr. Byrne, come on in, lad. Ian, put his arm around you. Come on yeah. in, son. Give me a glass of Jameson. Yeah, yeah, give me one. Yeah, give me a glass or two of, of Jameson, maybe half a bottle of wine. And yeah. not altar wine either, by the way. So, and, and Kathy, the things yep. you're doing, uh, the pay it forwards, everything you do at, at uh, Fox Four is just, just incredible. And I love know, it. We were thinking about it. We were talking about it today. I've been doing it 15 years. Yes. I just, it's. So, just you know really who we just did yesterday? John Brown. The boxing coach. Oh, yes. You're a Turner, uh, Turner Boxing. I yes. love him. Now, he was a famous uh, coach for Tommy uh, Tommy Morrison. Tommy Morrison. Yeah, Tommy Didn't Morrison's you interview coach. him? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. In fact, we did the first interview ever with Tommy Morrison back in my day. At the, that I was think exciting. He was, I remember I, I that I think guy. he was 6-0 and oh at that time. He said, you've got to go see this kid. And I, you know, I'd known John for a while, and he's always – Get you know, come on! We got the golden gloves coming. We got this. So I, I'd known John for a long period of time. So we, uh, we in fact, I'll probably have him in here now. I, I'm glad you. I'm going to put that yeah, down. Put to John they Brown. just uh, they nominated him. One of the guys from the Turner District there, the Turner Recreational District, nominated him. We surprised him. He goes, "What are you doing?" I mean, he's just hilarious. Yeah, he's. And a I funny said, guy. "Are you Irish?" He goes, "I'm part Irish." I said, "I could tell." I, I know. Could tell. I know. And, and, and the funny part is, one of the last time I saw him. I I see him every once in a while, and then I he I get his emails all the time and all the Turner boxing emails. So I still get them, I still keep them, and uh, they they do such great work mm-hmm. with those kids. I mean that's 
That's keeping kids off the street yeah. and awesome. keeping kids out yeah. of trouble and doing something physical, yeah. you know, to get, if they're angry, there's no better way to get it yeah. out than, yeah. than doing that. Something yeah. that physical to type deal. But, um, yeah, I, I saw I saw him in Book of Mormon. Have you ever seen Book of Mormon, the the play and the musical? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go into oh, it any okay. further than that. But it was funny. He was uh, a, a couple rows in front of me, and I just went, uh, "Usher, Usher!" And he hears me yelling, <laughs> and he turns around, and looks, and go, "Can you get this guy out of here, please? <laughs> this guy's bothering me over here." So that's the time they talked about it. We were yakking back and forth. Three, of course, the people around us didn't. Like it very much, but we re- we we really didn't care. But uh, yeah, yeah, all that great work that uh, that you're doing over there is just just fantastic. So, um, so before I let you go, I haven't asked you this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask, and maybe you and I can join in. Could you just sing a little bit of Men of Aaron, oh. just a little <clears throat> acapella off the top, just 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 the first couple, and we'll, please we'll... don't cry, my mother. As you sit by the hearth, I will dance your memory with joy in my heart. I will go now and pray as I travel this land and live by the lessons you gave. The Burns, the Quins, okay. Look for a movie coming up on the Elders. We're working on it. Just wanted to tell you. That is awesome. Kathy Quinn, Ian Byrne, Elders, Byrne Custom Woodworking, Fox 4. My idol, Frank. And everything that's great. Frank ladies and gentlemen. And and I'll I'll tell you, these are two of the people that um, we always say (laughs) are make it that there is just something about Kansas City.